0: Felicity's still here. She hasn't left yet. She, she will be going on her other mission to find Sam, but she's uh, taking it easy.
1: Vale and Iolana begin to take down what's left of our camp and pack up to go.
0: So as soon as Tonk lights this fire, you're putting it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not staying here.
0: <laughs> you hear a melancholy tune coming from Tonk's direction. Um, okay. And you start taking down the camp. No problem. You can put out this fire, you can gather up your belongings. Felicity can dust herself off. She grabs her stump, which is starting to thaw. Thanks to Darwin and Arnus's attention, it's not bleeding profusely as it starts to thaw, but she winces in pain a little bit. She holds her shoulder, holds her stump. I should probably head into town before I take off. I might need a I might need a minute to let this uh oh, at least warm up and I don't know stitch up some sleeves
1: I can give you some tips on that says Vale
0: (laughs) that is like the most friendly thing I've ever heard Vale say
1: (laughs) and it's just purely like it's just it's utilitarian the way they say it and they walk over Mm -hmm. and kind of like show them how to they don't do it for them
0: they show you how to one handed stitch a sleeve up she was half-joking, so she's taking this attention and just like, oh, uh, oh, okay, okay, but sure, practical knowledge. I was probably just going to get a tailor or something or <laughs> a piece of string and tie them off, but yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah, uh, I'll be in Capris probably for a few days while I get things in order, uh, see if there's anybody there who wants to help. You know, provided that the spiders are gone. If there's anything you ever need just uh yeah you know where to find me well actually no you don't if you need something let me know soon because i'll be off again i don't, I but if don't. there's nothing anybody needs from her right now i don't think so she will leave all right so it's the four view out here in the woods camps picked up sure sounds like you want to head back to vermilion
1: are we heading straight to Vermilion, or do we want to go to a closer location with a guild hall and use the guild earlier to get into the city than to just
0: go straight to the city and try and get the guild? I vote for the second plan.
2: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um... Let
0: me grab a map real quick of the
2: continent. <laughs> do do
0: do 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 Because if we're going to go on a road trip, you should probably all know what the road looks like. Eh. Eh? Maybe. All right. Over in the chat, you can see the map. You all are currently in Capris, which is way up at, if we're uh, we're doing X, Y coordinates at like twelve four. Vermilion is across that very sharp dagger of a bay. And across the other second bay to the west, just there where it pinches together at about 412. Hey, 12-4 to four twelve. It's some nice okay. transposition there.
2: <laughs> okay. So, so you yeah. basically have to go down and around. Mm-hmm.
0: If the ocean were intact, a boat would be the fastest way to go. Otherwise, you're going down south through the woods, through the frost swamps, back down into the winter belt. Okay. Across the Sourleaf River again right by Garion's Village, up past Honey Hollow, up past Medullary Hill. Actually, no. Um, Wait. You wouldn't hit Medullary Hill. You would turn left at that fork and start going into uncharted territory, at least for you. You haven't been there before, which yeah. would involve, let's see, Caravel is just there southwest of the city of Vermilion, and Yeah. And then there's a little place down at Three sixteen. I don't know if you can see it on the map. It's, I mean, without like zoom and enhance, there's a place called Happy Shores.
2: Oh, so happy! Is it actually happy though?
0: You've never been there, I know. so uh, we'd have to <laughs> wait and see. But yeah, sorry, you were saying something while I was talking about map stuff.
2: No, I was thinking like, oh, we could just totally take like Felicity with us and then just drop her off, but. She's going to need more time than that to get ready to
0: go. Yeah, she said she wanted a couple of days to, you know, heal up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to grips with some of the situation that she's in right now. Try to plan what she actually wants to do when she goes looking for Sam. Right. So there's all the way down south back to Garion's village, back to Honey Hollow before turning back north, which is several weeks of travel by foot. Anyways, there's taking a ship, the ocean the way it is. Uh, You may need someone like Scamper Jack's help, or uh, maybe the ocean gets more filled out farther away from Capris. Uh, Not something, you know, or any other means that you may know of or can think of or crazy plans you want to try to enact.
1: Um, Wait a minute. I thought, Mm -hmm. isn't there a portal in town that could at least get us to Honey Hollow quickly?
2: (laughs) Yeah, there is. Sure you is go that, You want to go that close to Azebeth?
1: It sounds like she's got her own problems right now We could probably sneak our way in and through it without need <laughs>
2: We've gone Easier in than the, fighting it We've gone in through the window before
1: Yes we have We probably could It's worth a shot I mean it jumps us halfway there practically
2: More than More halfway. than half
1: I agree It's too significant not to try it
2: Do we all still have uh, cold weather clothing?
1: Yolanda um, doesn't a- need it I might still
0: need cold weather clothing. I can't remember. Did we ever replace it? When we, we, get, it, when we it? get to Honey Hollow, yeah. yeah. If you don't have it now,
2: I guess it'll drop us out in Honey Hollow.
0: I right? would assume, like yeah.
2: not just outside. Okay.
0: Yeah, oh. in the town itself. Oh, you it hollow could be in okay. the city.
2: Whew. Well, <laughs> all right.
0: Hey, let's go swing by Cynthia real fast, and then go drop a line to Quince. Cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. This is our, and this is worst nightmare. It's coming true. <laughs>
1: it's like going back to see exes at this point. Oh.
2: <laughs> Except nobody's my ex. I have no exes.
0: We should introduce Cynthia to Quince. <laughs> oh, you want to take Cynthia to Honey Hollow? I No, like this plan. I just
2: sent that kid to Cynthia.
0: That's why I like this plan, because Tonk will follow. Oh my god. Tonk <laughs> can go to form a with band it. with Quince, and oh, it'll be great.
2: Actually, I mean, I don't hate that idea, but
1: <laughs> I, I like the idea of expediting the process.
2: Um, okay, yeah let's uh, let's portal it up. Are there things that we need before we go anywhere? I mean, we've got money and a town, so but
1: there's also money in town on the other side, too, so
2: well, true, but in case we run into something terrible on just on the other side of that portal, we yeah, don't know what Honey true. Hall is like now. <laughs> I don't know if they're chill. I don't know if they're gonna be chill with it. Hey,
1: um Vale wants to ask Darwin where he got his super nifty leg. <laughs> we haven't talked about this yet? No. Um I'll tell you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I remember it was the constructs whole
2: rock and mursakin.
0: Mm-hmm. Rock and mm-hmm. Marcike. Yeah. Are they still here? I believe they were in Capris last you saw them. There's a very strong chance they are in the Well of Departure right now. Uh, Along with all the other withered people.
1: Cool. Well, then, never mind. Uh, Vale wouldn't mind some crossbow bolts. They're kind of low. But aside from that, Vale's good to go. Mm -hmm.
0: I think when it comes to adventuring supplies, you will have better luck in Honey Hollow than you will in Capris.
1: That's what I was thinking. Like shopping on the other end of the trip is probably the better decision. Okay. Yeah.
2: Meaning like we're okay if we get into a fight just on the other side of the thing. Yeah. All right.
0: Tappers I don't was already think a it's going to happen, so. but
2: I just, I'm very wary of Honey Hollow because we didn't leave on the best of terms. Right. But Vale, you looked like Kara the last time we were there. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Just, I. so they don't know you. They're not going to be like murder.
0: They may remember the two people who participated in that trial, though.
2: No, I'm expecting
0: that. Okay. (sighs) Can I just say to me, narratively, how amusing it is that you send every single person away to Capris and be like, no, you can't come with us. We're going somewhere else. And then like half an hour later, you're going to roll up into Capris. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, if we're ready to go to town, let's go to town. Yeah, let's do it. All right. As you head back into Capris, the city is much quieter. There's no more dragon roaring, but there are spiders crawling all over that tower that was built on the driftwood house. Not completely covering it. It doesn't look like a tower made of spiders, but they are crawling about it. The streets are empty. What you doing?
1: We know the last location we saw the portal was in the Driftwood House, so that's where we're headed. Okay.
0: Just going in the front door? <laughs> no, nah, I like the idea of trying to go through the window like we did last time.
2: Yeah, we've gotten in the window you know, we're before. Pretty
0: well. We know exactly which window this is. Then, as you all walk around over to the window, everybody roll perception.
2: Ooh! Oh. Ooh! Wow! We all suck a lot.
0: All right, Arnes, what do you got? Nine, Darwin, seven, Iolana? ten, Vale, two. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! One person got into double digits. One, one, barely. All right. You walk up to this window outside of Vice Count Alicia's room and get ready to hop in. And just as you turn to start climbing in, moving the curtains aside, this massive spider crawls right out on top of uh, I don't know who the lowest here, (laughs) Veil. Awesome. Doesn't stop and like start wrapping you up or anything, but just totally like out of the dark, climbs out, legs on your shoulders, leg down your back and just starts like patrolling the perimeter of the driftwood house. Takes a look at you, gives a little like spider chitter, I guess. (laughs) And looking in, you can see more spiders just crawling throughout the room. Smaller ones, not big, horse-sized spiders.
1: Cool. That's awesome. I don't think this changes our plan, though, does
2: it? No. Nope. All right.
0: All right. Everybody's hopping into the room. Is there any actions being done here? Is this any, like, stealth? Any other subterfuge? The spider's already spotted you.
1: Mm, No, at this point, cover's blown,
0: so... We should just be quick, Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm.
0: As you all climb into the room, into Vice-Canalicia's room, walking around the spiders, the door swings open. And there's Ray Meyer standing there, whose attention has been drawn by his spiders. He's scraped. He's got some like burn marks on his clothes from acid. And he looks at the four of you just standing there, having snuck back into the Driftwood house, snuck in big, big air quotes. <laughs> Didn't think we were going to see you all again. Why are you climbing in through windows?
2: I don't believe that's any of your business. Ray.
0: <laughs> sure it is. This is our house now, so it's our business now. We're just
1: passing through. To where? Uh wherever. <laughs> is the portal yeah. in the room? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in just- this room. No, I just, just so want to make standing sure up against the wall. it hasn't yeah. been moved because it's been a, an unknown amount of time since the last time we were in this room. So I want to oh, make I guess sure that's, been that's, moved.
0: That's true. No, nah, no, nah, it's still in here. I mean, Vice Count Alicia's half body is still in here, too. Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. They brought it out. That's right. Never mind. I forgot. Spiders moved that body. That body's not in here anymore. So, yeah, the portal's still in here. Passing through to wherever you came inside the Driftwood house. This isn't a road. This is a home. This is a seat of power. But it's definitely not a road. This is Vale. Hey, so did you kill Elizabeth? She's no longer a concern. Congratulations. Let's just say that when we confronted her about Alicia, she was not pleased, which is what we were expecting. But (sighs) no longer a concern. Would you like to come see? No, we're
1: just on our way out. I'm just going to go. You just got here. You just came in. And we will be leaving. Don't worry about us. (laughs) Where to?
0: Wherever?
2: Again, Ray, how is that your business? How?
0: (sighs) Well, if, depending on where you're going, and depending on why you needed to come in here first, maybe it is my business. You don't know my business.
2: I, you, but, that is to say that you know ours? What?
0: No. I don't know your business. That's why I'm asking. Where are you going?
2: I just I <sighs> Arnis is like half a second away from just like paying this dude off to walk away. Well
0: like, it's just like I mean, Maybe. you've all got skills and stuff. Just tell him. You going do have money different. if you want to bribe somebody, but you've I mean, also that's... got I He's just a creepy, curious dude.
2: He really
0: is. Let's um, just lie. Let's just tell them we're doing something. Not you want know.
2: We just came back in to get something for Alicia.
0: Oh, would you like to see her?
2: No, I can take care of that part. We just came to get something for her.
0: Hmm. Rolled deception. Sure,
2: this will go about as well as that perception roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Hmm. I got a dirty twenty.
0: Very nice. <sighs> I'm sure she'll be grateful. She's in the throne room with Holly and Makura right now. Is this, a, is this a sensitive matter?
2: Meaning like, could I just give it to you to give to her?
0: No, more like, is this a, I mean, in a way, yes. But it's not just like, hey, let me have it first. It's uh, more like, oh, is this more personal? Is this more professional? Is this like a a private uh, favor that you're doing for her? Does she know you're coming? Um, he's just curious to know like, oh, is this something I need to butt out of? Or can I stay and? talk more and ask questions and
2: yes it's a personal matter Hmm.
0: so should i send her in to see you then
2: sure go get her
0: i hate you (laughs) all so much (sighs) okay it'll just be a moment don't mind the spiders as he turns to leave he extends a hand down to the ground and a number of the spiders but certainly not all crawl up his arm and into his robes as he makes his way out. He turns, looks at you all once more with a very inquisitive look. I don't want to say suspicious, but he is curious. You see a couple spiders crawl up from his collar, up his neck and into his hair, and then he shuts the door behind him.
1: Cool, who's going through the portal first?
2: So I was going to say that we may actually want to talk to her. Why? And tell her she needs to secure this thing?
1: She knows about it. She knows what it is.
2: All right, let's go.
0: (laughs) So you're all just going through the portal? Sure. Sounds like. Okay. As soon as Ray leaves, you all decide, nah, we gotta go. And one by one, you walk through this box and are instantly transported out of Capris and into Honey Hollow. And moments later... In Alicia's quiet room, the door squeaks open and our little river otter Alicia crawls in. Aranis? Darvin? Hello? Aww. Her ears droop a little bit. She scuttles up to her bed and gathers a huge mound of blankets around her in a little, like, pile. You all emerge, one by one, from the teleportation box in Honey Hollow. You find yourselves in a room that you had never been in before. There are tables and lamps and shelves. Every surface seems to be covered with books and notes and potions of some kind. It all looks very experimental, as if someone or several someones have been in here hard at work trying to figure out some new concoction. There are two chairs, one of which has a small coat thrown over the back of it. The other one is cracked and has bits of fur stuck in it. The room is fairly small. And there's a single door set into the wall. One of the things you do notice right away, though, is that there's no snow walls here in this room. This is all fully like floor ceiling walls door. There is an old window in one of the walls, but it is shuttered closed. What do you want to do?
2: Uh, I want to look around the room to see if I can tell what they were doing.
0: Alrighty, How do you want to roll this? Uh, this could be Arcana. This could be Investigation. If you've got something else in mind, let me know. Those are the two that jump out at me just because makeshift lab.
2: Um, let's go with Arcana. I'll see if I can figure out, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, anything to do with, like, any magical anything.
0: Yeah. You dip your finger in these little potions here. A little taste. All right, Arnus, what you got?
2: I got a 22.
0: Then yes, this is definitely magical. This isn't just, like, soup somebody is making. That's for damn sure.
2: <laughs> I relay that to my party members. Um, oh. It's not soup, guys.
0: No, you can get more than that with that high of a roll. I was being a jerk again.
2: It's not soup. <laughs> don't don't eat it.
0: <laughs> okay. This is all definitely magical stuff. You can sense it coming off the potions, and as you're looking over these notes, this is definitely somebody looking to make some kind of healing potion to ward off a terrible condition, lots of mentions of the withering and bone and desiccation. Yeah, I think with an arcana, um, that's what you're going to get. None of which have been successful.
2: Okay, uh, I tell this to them. Looks like they were trying to figure out a way to magically like make the withering not happen. It looks like they haven't succeeded
0: yet. Mm-hmm. Anybody else
1: having just gone through a portal? Yolanda's is going to spend some time, like checking herself out, making sure that like everything came through okay. There's no residual magic energy, anything weird like that. Because it's a pretty fascinating thing. No one does that much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: you you're all still there. Like you're as much there as you were before you came in.
1: Mm. When Vale gets through, they're going to go like straight up to the door and not open it, but just like. Make sure the door is not, you know, locked from the other side and barring us from getting out. Uh,
0: The door is locked, but it hasn't unlocked from the inside, like a deadbolt. Got it. Darvin, anything you want to be doing? Mm, Not especially. Okay. In which case, as you're here in the room, looking things over, checking out the door, Vale, since you're right there by the door, you hear somebody approach and put a key in. And they're going to unlock the door. They're coming in.
1: And as I hear this, I uh, kind of wave at my companions. Someone's coming in and I stand to like be behind the door when the door opens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
2: mm
0: -hmm. Anybody else? Is there anywhere else I can hide? Uh, Maybe under a table? (laughs) It's worth a shot. (laughs) Okay. Darwin jumps under a table.
2: Uh, I don't make any attempt to hide.
0: Yolanda?
1: Yolana looks to Arnas with a look that says, like, do you want me to stay visible with you or do you want me to hide also?
2: Arnas shrugs.
1: And the Yolana disappears.
0: Yolana <laughs> disappears. Good. The door unlocks and swings open and you all see a halfling woman enter. Arnas, Darvin, Vale, you all recognize. This is Maraska, the mayor of Honey Hollow. Hmm. She walks in, sees <laughs> Arnus standing there, does a double take, just like, what? Uh what?
2: I give a little wave and I say, I "Use the back door." Uh,
0: <sighs> why? Why are you back here?
2: Cuz this is on the way to where we're actually going. Uh we thought we'd take the short way rather than like traveling all the way down and around the continent.
0: <sighs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Can I trust that you will behave yourself this time?
2: I, w- I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Did I not do exactly what I was supposed to do the last time? I did behave myself.
0: After you all broke the law, yes, you behaved yourselves quite well.
2: <sighs> oh. Oh, oh, I didn't break the law. I broke no laws in your city. Zero. I can't speak for my buddies, but I didn't break any
0: laws. (laughs) And uh, takes a quick look around the room. And your friend there under the table. I didn't break any laws.
2: (laughs) You didn't steal all that shit.
0: (laughs) That wasn't stealing. That was finders keepers. That money all just walked away on its own, huh?
2: Is she actually asking that question? Yes. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: It's been a weird it's been a weird day. That's why I just I'm just laughing. I can't. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, luckily for you, I don't have all that much time for witty banter right now. Just came in to grab a few notes, take them back to Liana. So maybe she can help, you know, undo some of all this terrible stuff that she like leans in and eyes grow big. Someone caused. Oh, word travels fast. Um, Has not been a short amount of time since that happened. (laughs) Because, yeah, you all admitted to that before going into the Grayscape. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a few years. saying everybody in town knows but as the mayor yeah she knows or she's heard if you wanted to lie but that's up to you anyways um so if you'll excuse me she just reaches past the to the table grabs a stack of notes goes over to the bookshelf grabs a journal before she leaves how long will you be staying here as
2: little time as possible
0: well if you wanted to come and tell Lyanna what you know. Maybe thank her for holding back this withering or offer any help. I'm sure the gods would appreciate it. And she looks down at Darvin under the table. You're, you're right there. I, you can get out. It's very comfortable here. Thank you, though.
1: <laughs> Petulant
0: children. <sighs> she rolls her eyes. If you do want to come by, we're at Dr. Corey's in the infirmary. She shuts the door behind her.
2: Man, I mm. thought I hated her before. Why did you... Mm.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we just need to gear up and get out. Less time spent in this town, the better, is what Vale will say. I
2: agree. I think it's not a terrible idea to at least like talk to Liana, but other than that, I don't care. In, out, it's fine. Vail will
1: point out that talking to Liana may seem like a good idea, but she is a god. There are a lot of people in this town. We don't know how they're gonna react to your presence. It might be best to fly under the radar, get what we need, and get out.
2: Make a good point. Mm -hmm. But I also wonder though, like what if she has a more like what if she has a solution that might be more permanent but needs more permanent
1: than you curing it?
2: I mean, you're making the assumption that Daddy Dearest is going to be able to do that. I can see a path to that, but I don't think he is just going to be able to cure it outright.
1: You want to, well, then say, well, I'm fully confident that through at least a creative way of thinking, we can find a solution using my father's powers.
2: Oh, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be so clear cut as you imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: What is your concern, Arnus?
2: Nothing that's going to matter to you. That's <laughs> the truth. Mm-hmm, the only mm-hmm. one that's really going to matter to is me.
1: So Fine, then Vale says, take care of yourself, then Arnus. We'll go book our passage and meet you when you're ready. Jesus Christ.
2: <sighs> Fine, let's just go. If you're going to be that way, let's just go.
1: I'm not being any way. Oh, Ooh. You said you had personal concerns. Go take care of your personal concerns. I'm not stopping you.
2: My personal concerns don't particularly have anything to do with Liana, but she may have answers that we need. But if we don't have time for those, then let's go. Because it's not so simple as just curing a disease. It's not like half the world just spontaneously combusted, right? There was a reason. And so you can't just fix The symptom without fixing the reason for it.
1: I'm just trying to think how and who's going to respond to that. (laughs) Unless Darwin has something to say. I was
0: about to ask. He's thinking. And aside from Liana, there are all the other people that you knew previously from Honey Hollow who may still be around.
2: That too. I don't know that I can handle one more NPC being angry at me. (laughs) You
0: don't want a quince reunion? There's Sweet William. There's Beth and Astor if you just want to go hang out with some groupies. There's Quince if you want some music. Oh, there's Town Drunk in here. There's the player. Dr. Corey. Ah, Thorne, head of security. Daphne, who runs the Leatherworks. Jessamine, who was the caretaker at the hostel you stayed at. Darnell, Lorraine's dad. Oleander, who runs kind of like an oddities shop. Castor, that poor heartbreak boy. And Bacata, the alchemist. But yeah, there's plenty of people here. And Liana. But yeah, Do people just want to cut and run? Or, or do you want to go talk to a god? Do you want to go say hi to some friends? Mm. Do you want to go have awkward moments with some uh, courtroom foes? Mm. Oh, and uh, Earl Moore is the elf.
1: So your last comment was that you don't just fix the disease, essentially.
0: You don't fix the symptoms.
1: Iolana's comment would be, Arnis, you're... F- Free to come up with whatever solution you feel necessary with my father. If you feel the need to speak to the halfling God,
0: no one's stopping you. Okay. So who's doing what?
2: Well, I mean, we all need some gear. Okay. Right? We need at least one set of cold weather clothing because okay. Darwin's is probably gone. Some other gear, if we can find it. And then
0: what type of gear do you want? I mean, other than the cold weather gear, is there anything in particular you're looking know. for?
2: Uh, I heard crossbow bolts.
1: Yeah. Vales constantly on lookout now for crossbow bolts and a crossbow that auto loads, or at least has some sort of magazine mechanism. Ah,
0: oh, if only you hadn't just sent away a gnome who knows how to tinker.
1: <sighs> He's a bard, not a tinkerer. He might know.
0: Anyways, <laughs> that is fair. He does not specialize in tinking. Tinkering. tinkering, tinkering. Okay, well, I think things like crossbow bolts, cold weather, not going to be a problem. Anything specialized like an auto reloader or a faster reloader will probably definitely take some effort to find or at least bargain down for. Um, is Just Vale going to go off and do that, or is anybody going shopping with Vale? Because the other stuff we can just say happens unless you want to have a specific conversation with the shopkeeper. Yeah. Yolanda will go with Vale. Mm-hmm. Darvin and Arnis, what do you want to do? Darvin just needs warm clothes. Alright. Are you going to go shopping for those yourself? Yeah. Or is you going to ask Vale and Ilana to pick that up? Uh, I will. Yeah. That works for me. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I did not know if maybe you wanted to go see a god or if you wanted to avoid a god. It's up to you. Uh, no, it's not.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that's where I'm going. You may do as
0: you like. Ah, got you. Yeah, I'll go with you. I mean, you could just hang out at Sweet Williams if you really wanted. No, no.
2: I'll, I will assist.
0: Okay. Because I know which one's going to be more interesting, let's <laughs> go with Vale and Iolana first, who's just off on a shopping spree. I think heading through town before the four of you split up, you are definitely getting some glances. Being an under-snow city, people are very aware of who's normally here and who's normally not, and who comes in and out from the normal entrance. And yeah, nobody has seen you come in. You're just now in town, walking through the <laughs> tunnels. So yeah, you're all definitely getting some looks. Darwin, Arnis, and Vale. You see some familiar faces. You see some unfamiliar faces. It's been some time. Some people have perhaps died. Some people have shown up. There's definitely at least a few wild halflings here. From farther west, from Theria's group who've come here. I think all four of you can recognize a few people from Capris who've come down here, mostly half elves who've come from Capris, who are looking less withered than you would expect. There's certainly some desiccation, like they're certainly drawing thinner, but you can see you can see spots of bone that have receded. It's kind of weird to see, like uh like when you get a sunburn and part of it peels off and there's that just like much paler skin underneath after it peels. Mm-hmm. Like it hasn't had as much exposure to the sun. They're under snow, so there's not really a whole lot of sun exposure. But there is some mm-hmm. exposure. But <laughs> you notice they're still using here, of course. And yeah, lots of glances coming your way about who are these strangers. And mm, with some of those uh, older familiar faces, why are they back? But eventually you do split off and Veil, vale, you take Ilana out to Oleander's shop. It's still called Oleander's Oddities, but the goods offered here have kind of changed over time. This is no longer just like random assortment of stuff. There is random stuff here, but there's also certainly more medical stuff, more adventuring stuff here than before. The world has gotten a rougher place. The world has gotten less safe and people are preparing more for it. So things like crossbow bolts, things like warm weather gear, No problem. If you wanted armor or forged weapons, this may not be the best place for it, but they've got some. But bolts are easy enough to make and they're easy enough to store and you can certainly find those. But as far as like a repeating or reloading crossbow goes, uh, you might have to talk with Oleander about that. So as you enter in the store, they see you. Welcome strangers. I wasn't aware we had anybody new show up in town lately. I see you've already gotten a few things off the shelves. What can I do for you?
1: Yes, we're looking for uh, an addition, if you would know of anybody who might either have or be able to point us in the direction of a hand crossbow that has either a a mechanism to make reloading easier or one-handed or repeatedly firing bolts without having to reload as you can tell i'm at a slight disadvantage when it comes to using my hand crossbow
0: i wasn't gonna mention it but yes i can see why that might be a difficulty oh. hmm. <laughs> i might be able to help you out how much are you looking to spend mm, did uh
1: did we get any gold from anyone else or am i just walking in with what's in my pockets
2: i could have given you something yeah. like if you just Give me a number. I don't even care.
0: Yeah. We can say that they knew you were going shopping, so you got some money. So you can have access to the group money right now if you want.
2: Yeah, for sure. Cool.
0: Yeah. How much you looking to spend?
2: Mm, it's fine. Trust me, dude. We got the cash.
0: Um,
1: I don't know. I, I kind of like, I'd rather just give him the hint that like, if you've got it, I'm willing to pay for it. Hmm. Roll persuasion. Oh, I actually have plus two to this. Ooh, uh, that's a 15. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's certainly a rare item that you're asking for. I might have something that interests you. Depends, um, though. Uh, you good with your hand? Hand? I'd say I am under certain circumstances. Hmm. Shuffles around underneath the counter. You can hear him like moving items aside, looking for different stuff. Pulls out a small wooden case, opens it up, and you see a crossbow in there. You see a hand crossbow in there, and it has a mechanism attached to the side of it. Now, this isn't exactly automatic, but I think for your purposes, this might be help. It can certainly reload a little bit faster than somebody with one hand. Uh, just one little problem, though. Uh, it is for sale. I'm not saying it's not for sale. It's a little broken. Have you done any, any work with mechanical things before? Mm done a little, not had a lot of success with it. Let's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. see. I seem to remember Vale trying to pick up some, uh, tinkering to help improve the.
1: Yes. I do remember. Yeah. And I worked with, uh, no, I'm remembering now I worked with what's her face on the ship and she taught me some stuff too. So yes, no, I do have some experience with some tinkering. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We've done a lot. It's not always easy to remember everything we've done.
0: No, no, no. I totally understand. I didn't want to come out and say, just be like, oh yeah, you've worked on a ship before. You've done some fooling around. But I do remember it being enough to like, maybe not create things whole cloth, but to work on existing things. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If you can get this working, it should be what you're after. Pulls it out, turns it over. He's going to show you some of the mechanisms here. There's definitely like some little gears, little cranks, little like uh, coiled springs in there. And parts of it definitely do look busted. And he's just showing you how it works like, oh, yeah, you know, you store the bolts over here on this one side. Uh, Would you need to reload? Got to use this, this little lever over here. Uh, kind of helps draw things back and reload another one. It's fairly quick. It's faster than doing it with two hands, if it works. Now, of course, if you uh, do fix it up and find yourself not in need of it anymore, well, I'd be willing to pay you for fixing it and returning it.
1: That sounds like an awesome plan. I would love to purchase it, and should I not need it, I will gladly bring
0: it back and resell it to you. Okay. Um, So, uh... I think even without fixing the mechanical aspect of it, you could still use it as a normal hand crossbow, so it still functions. Let's see. Oh, they busted. Uh, Let's see, uh... Well, that crossbow you have with you right now, I mean, brand new, that would be about 75, but this one's a little bit special. Does things others can't. Um, You do need to fix it, though, so I could see letting it go for,
2: mm,
0: let's say, 250.
1: Mm Okay. Am I going to need parts to fix this, or is it really just tinkering with the thing that's there?
0: Um, You might need a couple of parts. I mean, that really depends on how the tinkering goes. Uh, okay. We'd probably do like a couple of rolls just to see how quickly and how well you fix it up or if you break it more. But it doesn't look like super complex, like something Vale could handle on a good day. Okay.
1: So we came in looking for this box of bolts and Darwin's winter clothes, right?
0: Yeah. And that'll be like an extra 10 for that stuff. All right. But just the crossbow, 250.
1: I understand this is a very specialized and unique piece. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to find too many people that are going to buy it from you broken. So I'll make you a deal. I, I want to respect your facility. I'll pay you the 250 if you throw in the bolts and the winter clothing. was
0: mm. your right arm that's gone, right? Yep. In which case, Oleander holds out the left hand. You got a deal. And we shake on it. Okay, so you've got a, a reloading hand crossbow broken and spend some time fixing that up so it can actually do its reloading job. Cool. All right, Darvin and Aranis. Yes. Off to Dr. Corey's, a place at least one of you remembers very well for having snuck in and done some uh, <clears throat> work. I remember. As you go in, Dr. Corey is at his desk. He's got a drink in his hand. He looks up. Are you hurt? How can I help you?
2: Uh, Not hurt or anything. Just here to talk to Liana.
0: Oh, 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 it's it's you two. (sighs) Never thought I'd see you again. (sighs) Especially not the way you left town last time. Good times. Good times. What's your uh, what's your business with Liana?
2: I have a question for her.
0: Okay. Yeah, she's in the back, uh, doing her best to keep things together. If there's any other medical supplies you need, though, just let me know. I don't have much. Shipments are fewer and far between these days. But if there's anything I can do, if you're in any need, let me know. Thank you. And he'll motion towards the back room. In we go. Okay. Entering the back room, you see... You see Liana sat cross-legged on the floor, papers and journals spread out in front of her, a soft pink light enveloping her, and bone just constantly growing and receding all across her body. As you enter in, that pink glow extends out and passes over the two of you, a familiar sensation. What are the two of you feeling right now?
2: Here's a question. I think really at this point, Arnis is like profoundly sad of all the people he's like just recently had to push away, but then like also has an immense sense of dread. Mm-hmm.
0: Darwin, what about you? Darwin is mostly, he's
1: kind of not especially affected, but you know, he is conscientious of Arnis's mood and is just trying to not act Not especially
0: affected. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) It's fair. I know my friend is sad, so I'm going to pretend to be sad too.
0: Yes. (sighs) All right. Well, as Liana's pink light washes over you, Darvin, you feel all these emotions from Aranis. Aranis, you can feel this front that Darvin is putting up for you. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. I love a good emotional honesty moment here as you both get to Feel what each other's feeling. Uh, And you get to feel what Liana's feeling, too. I mean, she certainly feels what you feel. But what you feel from Liana is just this intense frustration and fear. Despite everything she's doing, you know, it's not enough. And behind all of that, you can feel every emotion like that there is. Like happiness, joy, anger... Sadness, frustration, just echoes of emotions coming from everybody else that she's connected to, which is so many people here. And without even looking up, partially because moving exacerbates her physical problems. It's good to see you again. I'm sorry for everything, really. Sorry it's not enough. Sorry I... Despite everything, I can't do enough, and it's... Yeah, going downhill from here. What can I do for you?
2: It's actually sort of the opposite. Um, If someone were to find a way to, say, take back the mantle of chaos, would that help you?
0: Yes. Me, my brothers and sisters, my siblings, We we will perish without that connection as will all of our children.
2: And how might one get started on a path to doing that?
0: I wish I knew. It's never been done before, not not after the fact anyways. If he were still alive that'd be a different story, wouldn't it? Do you know about do you know about the bulbs? Do you know about the threads? You know about the knots, the weave. What? All stuff that you've certainly heard of before. The bulbs, also known as the knots, which are the green flames.
2: Oh, okay. Different cities. Yeah.
0: The threads being something that the Hollow Queen talked about, like the connections that all of you, not them, have to the flames. And the weave is more just like the underlying magical principle of the world. I mean, not to like Drop new things, but it's actually like something that's even just in the books. Like it's right. Okay, it's just kind of like a how magic permeates the world. We are all connected to it, or we were until Pathox died. Uh, That connection has been severed, and we are all unraveling from it. Basically, you know, it'd have to be a way to gather that all back together in into a new person. Or gather all that together into a new connection into a person, I should say. And, I don't know, pray for the best at that point? All I can do is just try to carry some of the burden for those around me. It might help them feel better now, but that end is coming. It'll either hit them first or it'll hit me first. I'm worried if it's me, everyone I'm connected to will quickly, quickly succumb. But I'm not working on this alone, of course. We're all concerned. Nobody wants to die. Not even us gods. Okay. Do you have more questions or more you want to talk about with her? Darvin or Arnis?
2: Nope. That's literally it.
0: I guess that's it. (laughs) No. okay. Uh, She's got something for it. I I just wanted to make sure you all got through your stuff first. We're not working alone. I'm Not working alone. I want to help and I appreciate your helping in return. There is someone here who may be able to offer a more active hand. If you're willing to accept it. And you can feel a a pulse basically in her energy. Uh, She's calling out to someone. She's trying to summon someone here. Not like from another plane. Not like to just like apparate in. She's literally just like paging somebody. And you hear the front door to Dr. Corey's office open up and shut. And then you hear heavy footsteps approaching from behind. Very heavy. And what's the first emotional thing that you feel here? Um, concern. Yes, concern for Liana. They know that if anything bad happens to Liana, it is bad for everybody, including themselves. And then also you just feel, uh, what's a good term for this? Anxiety. Just because they're dealing with so much, so much stuff right now. They are assisting Liana. You hear a familiar voice. Liana, what do you need? I, oh. Uh, and you turn and there in a, a very big, like, um, kind of like a blacksmith's apron. Like very heavy leather type thing. It's got a bunch of pouches in it. A bunch of different notes and books and things stuffed into it. Which looks very awkward as it is being worn by Gosrum god of monstrosities what Uh. huh Liana I hope you know what you're doing
2: that's funny I was gonna say the same thing
0: and with that we'll bring this chapter to a close but the story will always continue thanks again to all of our patreon patrons for your support If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber-Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.